to, I guess, the first episode of Girls, Girls, Girl podcast. How are we? Hope we're all well. Um, for those of you who already know me, it's your gal TB. And for those of you who don't know me, again, it's your gal TB. Nice to meet you. Hope you're well. And this is my new adventure that I'm going to go down, a uh, new route I'm going to pursue. And I'm so, so excited to have people who want to join me on this journey and even be a part of it. Um, just want to give a shout out um, just to everyone who has been interested in the podcast so far and for those who have actually reached out and said they want to be on it. It's amazing to know I've got so many supportive people behind me and I'm very, very grateful for each and every single one of you who has shown love, who has shown support, who have shared the, the content, who has shared the posts. Thank you so, so much for that. I really appreciate it. Now, this episode is going to be the first one, so I need to make sure it's good. Don't want to make it crap. You're not going to come back, are you? It's, it's as simple as that, really. It's crap. You ain't going to come back. So uh, this one's going to be all, well, about little old tea, really. So give you a bit of a taste about my life. Um, for those who already know me, um, probably just take a bit of a breather on this one because you know everything about me. Um, you'll know the ins and outs about my life and all the shit that's happened. Um, but also, I've got to say, I'm quite blessed with some of the things I've I've had the experience and the chance to do. So I'm grateful for that too. So buckle up, literally, and enjoy the ride. Okay, so as I said, I'm going to keep it quite short and sweet this episode because, you know, keep you want to keep you hooked for the next episode, got big exciting things next week and I'm absolutely buzzing for it and the week after. Boy, this girl has been trying her best this time to try and absolutely have some good content, like really, really am. Anyway, enough about that. So, where do I start? Little old T. Um, we'll start with little young T. So... You know, growing up as a kid, I am a lot different to what I am now in my mid-twenties. Like, completely different. It's it's mental. Anyone who knows me will know, who have, like, really grown up with me, will know I've changed, like, as a person. Some good things, some maybe bad things, don't know. Um, but I have, I have changed a lot as a person. So, when I was real young, I'm talking, like, three maybe um and I did ring my dad and ask him what he thought as well you know I was just a little nip of them and I was dead quiet very shy wouldn't speak to anyone um had really gorgeous long hair back then as well oh I'll have to show some pictures or attach them in the Instagram post when I do this upload and you'll be able to you'll be like whoa different cat different girl different girl I'm but yeah, I used to be like real shy, quiet, quite nervous in a way. Um, and yeah, I'd, I was quite, I was young at the time. And um, so my dad, who I call dad, I don't know if that makes sense. Um, we aren't blood related um, and he'll not be upset that I've said this, you know, it's it's something that's not you know common knowledge we aren't blood related um 
but you know he's looked after me for all of my life pretty much and he's you know we've had our up and downs um, who hasn't with their parents like everyone's had up and downs at some point in their life fuck me like if you haven't it's it's I don't know maybe you've got a good relationship but yeah everyone has up and downs with with the family at some point in their life and you know this I've had mine with with mine so he has done a hell of a lot for me and I'm so grateful and at that point in my life when him and my mum were together you know things were a lot different I was in Barnsley then and you know it was it was quite a strange life I lived so my real dad um actually Turkish um I wouldn't ever call him my dad that sounds awful I know but he was absolutely disgusting towards my mum wasn't very nice and I just had grown up with that slightly and I just did not want to be part of that um I didn't want to know him and I remember him used to come to visit me as a kid and I hated every single minute of it. It was it was awful. I absolutely hated it. And I'd run away, hide away in this like little Wendy house in this like contact centre we used to go to. And it was rough. Like I'm still scarred like to this day of just them times. Like it's mad thinking about it. Like I can still remember it clear as day and it is weird, like, I can't half of the time remember what I've had for tea, like, last week, do you know what I mean? So it's it's weird that I've got vivid memories of some of these these things that have happened in my life, it's it's mental. Um, but yeah, that was one phase I'd, I remember just saying I, d- I don't want to see him anymore, um, and that was the end of that, really. Um, fast forward a few years on um, to when I was about 10 years old, and I think this is the kind of, the age, what, really changed me the most was I was going well not even going I was I was in high school fresh into high school a year seven it was a little terror and um, when I say little terror they are nowadays anyway but I was actually not too bad as a year seven uh, a lot of people call me a boffin um definitely not that and you know I was just trying to keep my head down be a be a good kid you know, I wanted to succeed and do well. Um, people are probably listening now thinking, what the fuck, she does not do that now. Um, you know, and sometimes I might agree with you, you know. And, um, yeah, I guess the the real heavy cut deep of this kind of bit was um, my dad, Mark, who, I, who, you know, I mentioned just earlier, who was an absolute gem. He's been great and him and my mum didn't have the best relationship. Nothing ever like that, um, you know, but it wasn't the best. Um, I remember it all having a bit of a downfall and just some drama happening and it just wasn't ever, um, it wasn't a nice environment to be in. It wasn't ever like, nothing ever real bad, but it just wasn't great, you know, a lot of shouting and things like that. And um, I came home from school one day, usually, used to be buzzing coming home for school, you know, when you finished about quarter four, coming home, free house to yourself, crack the tunes on, blasting them out, I was a big lover of Clubland, and not gonna lie, still am, Clubland till I die, do you know what I mean, Um, by the way, I do listen to other things other than that as well, but yeah, um, I was buzzing that day, just extremely buzzing, um, 
But something kept bug- bugging me every single minute of that day. And it was strange because my mum had just come back from being away at this point. She was going away quite a lot um, abroad at this point. And, um, you know, it was quite a, quite a weird situation. She was going away quite a lot. Something wasn't right. And I remember coming home from, well, it was it was getting up for school actually one morning and I used to always go downstairs and get ready downstairs. Don't ask why, I, I just did. Um, probably because it was warmer downstairs. My room um, where I lived was absolutely freezing. Hate used to get hate used to getting ready there in the morning, so I'd always go downstairs. It was always a bit warmer, and um, the heating had just been on, so it'd be bliss. So yeah, I remember getting up and jumped for my life. Uh, my mum was just lay there on the sofa, and I thought, Christ, what's going on here? And I remember asking a few. She asked a few questions. It was like, "Hope you're all right." I was like, "Yeah, I'm fine." I think I was more taken back. Cause just didn't expect her there. She was like, um, "What would you say if I said to move away?" And I instantly turned around and said, "I'm not sure what you, I don't know what you mean." But I was like, "I, I wouldn't do that because one, I'd, you know, I'd." I like school. Weird to say, I know. But I was like, I, I like school. And two, I'd miss all my family and my friends. They're everything to me, if not more. And I love my family. I really, really do. And she said, okay, fair enough. Not a problem. Have a good day. So off I went, as I was saying, to school that day. And then I came home, ready to have a chill of my life. And, yeah, my dad was at home. I was taken back. I was like, what's going on here? And, yeah, came into it absolutely sobbing his heart out. I've, I've never seen anything like that, ever. Um, it's a, a visual memory I will never forget because it breaks my heart how it was. You know, to this day, I, I think about it all the time. Shouldn't do, not as much, but it, it hurts. It, it hurts knowing how hurt he is and what, well, how hurt he was, should I say. It was an awful situation to be in. Um, I kind of just said, what's going on? And he just said, she's left. I was like, what What do you mean she's left? And he said, yeah, she's just, she's gone. She's walked. She's She's not coming back. And I was like, who? Who, Dad? He said, your mum. And that was kind of that with that that story, really. Me, 10 years of age, going to going on 11. My sister, real young, there's eight years between me and my sister. So my sister is going to be 18 this year. Mental to think that, because she's an absolute ass. Just kidding, Lucy, if you can hear this, I'm sorry. But, yeah, it's crazy there's 10 years between me and my sister eight years between me there's yeah there's eight years between me and my sister it's mental it's mental really and um difficult for her because she was never at that age to understand what really had happened like really difficult to explain that to her not good whereas me i was at that age where i understood everything i knew what was going on, I knew 
what was happening. I knew what the implications of this whole situation is going to be. I was planning the worst situation. Yeah, so I guess after that ordeal, it was quite bumpy for me. You know, I was a bit of a pain growing up after that, I guess. A bit of a bit of a nightmare, little shit. And I guess that's when I kind of first found out mentally that I wasn't going to be right for some time. So, you know, there were some difficult moments I had where it was pretty pretty rough. I remember being quite young and, you know, as a girl, you find it hard sometimes just growing up with a, with a guy figure in your life. I was going through, you know, starting my period there and I was going through puberty then, you know, all the things that, you know, you should really be do, be doing with a mum. And I found it difficult, but dad was a legend. Like, I think he was stuck and he was like, shit, I'm going to have to do this now. Like, it's I'm going to have to do what I can. And he really, really helped with that situation. And, it, yeah, you know, he... And I guess he's done that with my sister as well. Like, she's grown up now and he, he had to kind of go through that with her too. Obviously, I was there with my sister a bit more, so it was a bit easier for him, do you know? Um, But, yeah, I guess then was really when I kind of was in touch with my um, my emotional side of things. Like, that's where everything really heightened for me, I guess. And I knew it was going to be trouble going forward, like, with me and how I was going to cope mentally. Um just because of how crap the situation was, you know, I, it was, it was mental at the time, I was an absolute nightmare when I was younger, like 12 going to 17, I was an absolute shit, I would be doing things I shouldn't be, seeing people I shouldn't see, um, just wasn't the best, and gosh, I was really emotional then, and um, I remember during that emotional period, I was constantly in the mindset of not wanting to be here anymore. I was really going through the waves and I went through a phase where I'd keep a diary of everything and used to do that in the younger teens, should I say. And a lot of the stuff I would write in my diary wasn't very nice. And mentally, I just remember some point I was absolutely cracked you know um I'd be really struggling and got to a point sometimes where I wanted out uh, I really wanted out a situation that situation I was like I do not want to be here anymore like my head cannot cope with the situation that I'm currently facing right now it wasn't it was a it was strange I just it was overwhelming and I guess I just didn't see any way out I'd I'd look at people like some of my friends and be thinking god you've got such a normal nice family like why can't I have that like why is it being me who's had to struggle with this and 
you know, gosh, I mean, that ain't half of it. People have had worse situations happen, but I always, like, craved such a functional family where I would have both parents in my life and uh, siblings and things like that. And, you know, sometimes it is what it is, and in this situation it was, and I think, you know, it is how you deal with it. I didn't deal with it well. I'd tend to doing silly things, and, you know, I, I think it was about 16, 17... I remember being in college at this point and I think I'd first started to be on antidepressants then. I remember going to the doctors and first having citalopram. You know, it was only the smallest dosage that you could get given to me at this point. And I'd speak to college quite a lot, just someone there just about how I was doing and have a bit of sessions with them. But, you know, sometimes it's not always the help you kind of need. Um... And yeah, I didn't deal with it in the best way. I decided just to leave Barnsley and just thought it's not for me. I need to get out, go. So towards the back end of me finishing my A-levels, I decided to do that. Met a lad, you know. Went with Pete Tong. I'm not going to go into that really. Um, for those of you who know, it was a shite time. A silly decision I've made. And, you know, it, it wasn't great then either. Like, again... I was just emotionally spiralling out of control. Um, then it was uni, so things started to pick up a bit. Me and my dad, through that time when I was having my bit of a downfall, we'd unfortunately had a bit of a falling out, um, didn't speak for a while. We kind of got back in touch with each other, started to make amends again, and that was that, really. So got to uni, and I guess... You know, my dad had helped me move in, move in and everything. And yeah, that was that was that really. So that was kind of like my first taster of what it was like to have a, a, a bit of a struggle. And I guess ever since then, I've just been up and down like a like a fucking yo yo, just doing the same kind of shit, just with just with life. And this situation that I've had is so minor you probably people listening probably think oh it's, it's fuck all like it's so minor but to me it, it really it really isn't like it was a big thing that happened and it has you know knocked me my confidence in a way I know you probably sat there now thinking you're doing this podcast here we've met you you never shut up Did you know what I had a meeting at work um this week actually and someone spoke to me who was coaching me and just said, you know, what is it that you actually struggle with, T? Um, she said, Tia, obviously. She said my Sunday name. And I said, you know what? I was like, I might come across confident, but I was like, I've got no, no confidence in me. You know, I'm shattered to pieces, really. Um, I guess that's one of them. Because of the situations I've had, you know, and obviously everything that's happened, that's factored into it because it was quite strange at the beginning as well when she'd first gone she'd actually get in touch with me and it was like a half-assed message I'd got that was kind of just like just saying you know I'm sorry this that and the other me being cocky was just like no I'm not interested and then I was really angry of course any person would be pissed off and upset in that situation and I wasn't interested. She didn't approach it in the best way either. Really didn't approach it. And was sending threats and things like that. 
And I was like, bring it on. Hit me with your best shot. Do whatever you, do, you can do. I'm numb to it. So, yeah, I'd, as, a, as growing up, I guess, I, you know, I might seem confident, but I'm actually shattered to pieces, really, in a way. And, you know, I've had this battle with my mental health uh, for many, many years now. I've been on different rounds of antidepressants. I've been to counselling. I do therapy. I'm going back to therapy next week, actually. You know, um, I've been through the waves and the motions with it all. So for those of you out there who are struggling with your mental health, I absolutely feel you because it's the worst. It is absolutely the worst. And I'm hoping this round of therapy I'm about to start next week will help because I've gone back into a spiral again where I'm just thinking the worst of every situation. I really wish I wasn't, but that's just how I'm feeling at the moment. Um, and I know people probably think, oh, you're so lucky. And yeah, I am lucky. I, you know, I... I've got a mortgage, I've got an amazing job, I'm getting married next year, fucking hell, I never thought that'd be the case, and, you know, I, I am lucky, um, but just because you're lucky doesn't mean you, you can't struggle, you know, it happens to the best of us, there's lots of people who are successful, who still struggle, and unfortunately have lost their battle with mental health, it's, it's very sad to see, it's, it's, these days, it, it happens. It's it's rubbish. It is rubbish. It is rubbish. But we're on this journey together, this podcast, and I guess the reason why I'm doing it is I want to get my story across, you know, to viewers and listeners out there who don't know much about my life. I wanted to get that story out there across to yourselves, saying, you know, it's okay if you do struggle. It's It's not weird or any way you know there's plenty of people who are in the same boat as you and just to reach out really you know um the girls 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 podcast is a safe space i want it to be a safe space for people to listen to this content and be like do you know what i can relate to that or do you know what i'm struggling as well can you give me any advice like i listened to this bit you know how did you deal with this i want this podcast to be fun chatty you know, and, but, you know, also a safe space, I want people to be able to reach out and just, you know, discuss their problems, you know, it's not all about problems, I'm not saying that, we're gonna have some episodes where I completely just talk your heads off like this one, I guess, but I want this to be a fun, safe, cool space where we can all vibe together and just collaborate, so yeah, fast forward now, 25, nearly 26, um, still an emotional wreck, you know, my eyelash girl is probably listening to this now thinking, yeah, don't I know it, you're always getting an infill from me, and she's absolutely not wrong, you know, I get my eyelashes done and I cry them off every two minutes, it's pointless me having them done, but we're here on this journey together. And I'm excited to see what the future brings and just hoping that, you know, we all conquer our demons together by, you know, working together, collaborating together. So, yeah, that's, in a nutshell, a lot about me. And like I said, the future goals I have for this this podcast too. So, 
thank you very much for listening take care and join us next week on the girls girls girl podcast for a bit more of a exciting interesting story take care bye bye